into video production video video direction when you study some of the greats in this game you know we know who they are in the last 10 to 15 years it's been it's been a crazy journey for nigerian visuals i mean some can go as far back as you know shay shodemu um love me jeje you can cross over into the times of of you know clarence being heavy the king of the dark the dark arts and then you come into a brother like this a legend like this whereby you see his videos but sometimes you may not be able to put a face to his name you know you just be wondering who's who's this guy that keeps seeing his his name around but when you start to do more research you start to find out how much he has pioneered and how hard he's worked and i met him last week at, um at an event I made sure to introduce myself because someone like me who's who's been studying this thing since I was a kid, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be in the presence of one of the greats. So I introduce to you guys the one and only Unlimited LA. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Straight into it, man. Yeah. How was it like for you growing up um, as a kid? What was the story? How did we, how did we grow up? Um, growing up for me, I would say it's... Uh, in a typical Nigerian family, middle class, went to a private school, you know, all through, and I've always wanted to be an engineer, you know, but <laughs> Nigeria happened to me, so here I am. Um, so growing up in a family of um, three boys, one girl. And uh, you know, just a typical Nigerian family. And if you're Nigerian, you understand what I mean by that. Typical Nigerian family. Yeah, lived all my life in Lagos. I was born in Lagos. Lived all my life in Lagos. Um, also, schooled in Lagos. Finished from Lagos State University, where I studied computer science and math. Um, yeah, so just a regular Lagos boy here. <laughs> yeah. So, growing up in Lagos, Lagos boys, so you'd have had to go through the typical hustles of any young person growing up in Lagos at the time. Yeah, you know, jump buses, you know, skip school, you know, just buy gas at the filling station or buy petrol at the filling station for your generator, you know, <laughs> typical uh, Lagos life and the hustle of us. Yeah. Around what year was this? like your school um school life oh school life at the primary school because i was born in the 80s i was made in the 80s i was made in the mid 80s so uh, primary school would be like early 90s and my university i finished from lagos state university uh 2009 now growing up let's say you know middle class family certain opportunities that some people don't have mm what were the things that stuck out to you visually that made you you know consider or how, when you left uni mm. what was the transition into getting into video production okay um for me i think um i have a cousin and, and a lot of people don't know this story but i know a lot of people know this story too i have a cousin his name is djt happens to be my uh cousin so he's one of the guys that really put Nigerian music videos on the map in the early um, 
in the early times you know so um while i was in school i was living with him so i spent five years in school so i was living with him so um at the end of five years i could practically you know i know everything that has to do with production i know what this life is called what this is called what that is called so uh when you finish school you know like normally now you finish school there's no job you just go in then i ended up always because he had equipment i always follow i, I was the like the um cam tech you know like the production assistants i was always going out when people come and rent uh, uh equipment from him i was always going out with the equipment just to make sure everything so that was when i started doing stuff because i realized that even on set i'm more experienced than even the director or the dop on set or the technical crew i'm more experienced because look i've had five years of you know being a runner on set so uh and half of the time i always end up taking shots for the director so um i, th I think uh, a director um was i think it was frustrated you know at in production if you're new to production in nigeria you can't be frustrated with the nigerian factor you know like era boys lights uh, power and all that so he was frustrated he couldn't create anymore so i took the camera i said look bro just chill i got this and i took some shots uh, from the video and he was really thankful i didn't when i saw the edits at the end of the day they used more of the shots that i took and a year later the artist himself reached out to me on facebook i don't know i found my name he reached out to me and said bro you were doing a hundred camera uh for my last video man i'd like for us to do some things together buzz me up uh the artist's name is black magic by the way buzz me up and yeah he, he told me he didn't have money then he told me like look bro this is what i can afford what can we do and because i have like five years experience in production i knew where i could get like the cheapest equipment or close to free equipment you know so i put all that together with the money and i shot the first video called tomorrow and we had they had good review because that was my first video they had really good review then i had confidence to start directing videos for myself yeah. yeah wow wow what, what was what was black man magic's energy at the time what was it like because obviously this is pre-repeter mm, yeah pre so what was that like like shooting tomorrow for him pre-repeter okay um for black man he's very creative and he knows what he wants he wants any he doesn't want anything uh, basic conventional he wants something unique and creative so i um i think that was a connection I, I always give him what he wants. You know, I, I like to listen to clients and say, oh, "This is what this is what is achievable," and I always make do like makeshift set design or equipment in terms of lights. Uh, I did all that, and we we, we just connected then. Yeah. At at the time, for obviously young video directors out there, whereby they're trying to find a guy who's even just done two videos, he will charge you something crazy. Yeah. You know, so at the time, was your mindset like? You know this is someone i connect with let's build this portfolio together was it i like the song i like the video was it i like this person was it a combination of all plus trying to also get on and get your name out there um thing about me i'm built i always say that just few directors in nigeria built the way i'm built i'm built different because uh i'm a director i'm also a producer um i'm a creative director i'm an editor the colorist visual effects person you know 
um, I have a whole lot of experience and I have a, lot of, a whole lot of things I can do when it comes to production. So I don't wait for people to tell me. I don't wait for the decision of anybody or I don't wait for anybody's help or service to get my video done. I can practically finish my video from pre-production to post-production. And um, for me, it will be... It will be me just being built differently and when i hear a song and also what i do is i always create like relationship between me uh and the clients all the time or my friends or the artists we are we, we end up being friends you know and it's not always at the early stage because before i became a businessman in this in this business it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like business for me it was more like trying to showcase myself trying to let every you know there was there was no social media you know so it was it was different then the only way you can get your project out is on tv and you can always reach a lot of people just by putting your stuff on tv not like social media that you can sit in, in your house and just have everybody seeing your um what you can do so it was more like me proving myself that look i can do this this is easy so that was the, the early stage that was that for me it was all, it was all about the passion for me yeah. the early stage yeah at the time were you would you say you were a unicorn or, or would you say it was rare for people like yourself to to be able to handle all stages of production in today's world diy is is celebrated but at that time mm. You know, also like like you said, I understand like if sometimes you want to shoot a video today, you know, for us video guys, we know that with these two lights and with a creative idea and when you adjust the ISO and whatever, we can create shades and yeah. moods mm-hmm. that, I mean, we'll build the client, but based off their budget, we can still create a theme that they want. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of times I've been on video shoots and because it's a big budget video shoot, there's like 30, 40, 50 people that are unneeded. Extra yeah, focus pull yeah. out this one I said, bro. To be honest, yeah. you can cut this out of the budget. Yeah, uh, for a lot of people don't know that because they didn't, they, they were not built. They're not built like the how the way I was built or the way Clarence Peters is built. Mm. Yeah, so we're built different. So I know that why should I have a fifty-man crew when I can just have five, five people that know what they're doing? And me alone, say I'm like ten crew in my, one, in one. So. They don't they don't know better because we started early when every when Afrobeat was just coming up everywhere, just opening. But now you see a bunch of guys as color resistance and editor, just an editor. Then for me to get an editor to edit, I was forced to learn how to edit because I have to before before I could get an editor, I have to go somewhere far far away to some guy that is proud and he probably won't have my time, you know, and I don't even have enough money to pay him. I had to sit in my house go on youtube learn how to edit by myself so we're just built i'm just built differently so but now i think uh, i appreciate the fact that the industry is getting uh, bigger and you can have like people can just um be on a specific uh, specific um department in production which is which is good too but they don't they don't they don't make them like me anymore yeah i'm going to be honest with that Um. So with interning with your cousin, um, surely it would have been easier to just 
obviously you, shat- you said you shadowed him for five years yeah i was i was production assistant more like a runner five so years in those five years how many videos is he doing per month or per year and then are you getting paid and what are, if you're not what are you doing outside of that to survive because okay. five years is half a decade true someone goes from 20 to 25 or 25 to 30 it's not a small time i think the the i was in school so okay i like my parents putting me through school i was in school not that I, I finished school i was in school so um living with my cousin is more like living with your elder brother he's like um he's 13 years older than i am so it's a huge distance so he's more like another daddy mm. to you so um luckily i get paid so when i go back to school you see me all shiny these butters you know like just have like spare change which you apart from the one your parents are giving you and at at then music videos had longevity in terms of um an artist can just do two videos in a year and that's it you see a video playing on tv for a long time playing like three months four months for a long time but now is dropping a video next two weeks the video is out it's burned out you need to put an hour out so he was doing i was doing like um i think one video in a week because he does tv commercials too so like one video in a week either we shoot a video in a week or shoot a commercial in a week so that that was the that was the routine and i I always get paid and i get paid more when it comes to commercial and um, i was i was a big boy in school (laughs) <laughs> short yeah. fair okay so now you're you always had a vision that you were going to do your own thing um you just fell on your lap no it, 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 fell, it fell because in my head I was going to be an engineer you know or some computer guru type of guy some tech guy but I I, I, I um like I said I studied computer science and maths but was you know Lagos State University and Nigeria University was majorly mathematics they were just you know so it wasn't like it wasn't a sustainable course for me to have, to have because i thought okay because i, I didn't get into any lack to study uh, engineering based on my cutoff marks i went to last school and a second choice to study computer science i thought maybe i would be you know some badass though i am a badass to an extent when it comes to computing to an extent not but i can't rub shoulders with my mates all over the world you know so but based on my class now you know in school i mean you can call yourself a badass man but uh, at the end of the day i couldn't because i hate waking up early in the morning so i couldn't i couldn't fit into the nine to five spectrum so i just looked at it and i said oh wait i can do this this is simple from so how did the camera know to light up this is simple so i started doing that and yeah i'm like i can actually do this for a living because i it's something you can i don't have to think twice or read a book to know how to take a shot so i started doing it i started being a dop for a couple of directors like Cheson, um 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 frizo and bizu um benga salu akia labi daddy guys i was handling cameras for them then um so sooner or later i was pushed i said man i have to just let me let me i need to direct the video Cause I was always shooting commercials, shooting also music video for them, but as a DP, you know. Then in 2010, that's when I decided to say, well, let me, let me, let me, let me step into the big boy shoes. Yes, my dad was 
very supportive. He still is very supportive because um, one thing I never did was after I finished school, call home to send you money. I never did that because I was already making money off being a DP or something like that. So I never called home and said, oh, daddy, I'm, I'm stranded. No, I never did. So my dad was, my parents were looking at me like, oh, well, yeah, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't go clubbing, I don't do all that. So they, they know that this boy had some good head. And yeah, because for the fact, you know, as a growing up in Nigeria home, I want to start calling home and say, hey, daddy, please send me They say, what's going on? Say, what are you doing? Yeah, come, let me look for a job for you, you know, that kind of thing. But I never did. So that, that made, so anytime I, I used to use my dad's car when I have like production. I use my dad's car. I'll tell him, look, that I have a production. I use my dad's car. I take it back to him with the tank filled up. So he, he knows that, okay, I think this this boy is doing some. Wow. Yeah. So proud. How many of you are there? Where? Siblings. Siblings, um, five in total. Mm. Wow. So I was, you can call me the, the black sheep of the family because everybody is a bookworm in my house except me. Like everybody's on streets, you know, school, job, you know, regular conventional life. But me, I decided to just throw away my certificates and just go this way. <laughs> Number three. Mm. Touch out. Now, mm. Okay. Now, this is this is a very funny story. Um, before I give, before I started directing videos on my own, I told you I I, I used to um, be DP, even edit for people and color for people too. So I shot the video for a director. I actually heard the song. I draft out the idea for the for the for the video. I sent it to the director. Oh, he likes it. I shot it as DP. I edited the video. And when I was done editing the video, I was now color grading the video. I had a Sony Vio laptop then. It was it was very fast at that time. It was like as at 2000 and 2009, I had um was it a 12 gig or 8 gig RAM laptop Sony Vio. If you, if you think about it that's that's a very good laptop yeah very, very solid so i was working in a small studio also i was working in a studio that they don't always allow me shoot because the studio they do like coverage of events weddings and all that they don't always they they tried to make me cover few events and weddings like four times and they start complaining that my shots were too creative for you know before we started using um cine uh cine prime lenses we had all that um the old panasonic dvx with the zoom lenses so there's a way i zoom i put my i put my um my character uh in focus and the depth i always have like depth of field in my all my all my compositions and that's very music video-ish and for events my boss will always say oh you have to shoot wide just keep shooting wide put everything in focus i said no you know like when you when you're shooting a bride you know they put the earring in focus take you know those aesthetics and those cutaway shots those bureaus that are just lovely but it's always complete that look people people people's mind are not they're not as creative as you so they don't so they don't allow me shoot they don't allow me go out to shoot anymore say so, my shots are always too creative like their clients their clients just want to see basic things so i was always in the studio so that uh, gave me time to start editing music videos for this guy so i i like i said that particular project i drafted the idea i shot it 
I edited it. So I was now color grading it in the studio. It was past my, it was like, I closed at that studio like six o'clock, but it was like past seven. I was just there. I wanted to get the color right. Then a friend of mine, a colleague of mine at that time, his name is Peter. He went out, I think he went to get food. And because he saw me working on the video, he came back in. And I told him about the video that, ah, Peter, oh man, let me do this one, let me do this one, let me do this one. So when he came back inside, he saw me, he said, ah, you never go. Then they used to, my, they used to call me Ellie. This name, Ellie, I got it 2008 because I was contract staff for MTV at the time. So they brought, you know, the way they fly in like South Africans to come and produce stuff here. So I was like, um, more like their road manager or one of those things. Yeah, because I knew the terrain, uh, you know. So they couldn't pronounce my name, Lekon. They always get it confused. So one of them was like, can I call you Ellie for short? So he started calling me Ellie then. So 2008, my friends, even people that we worked on the project because it was like two weeks, they now started calling me Ellie just like that. You know, Ellie, 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 Ellie was there. Then on this day, 2010, when I was working on the video, my friend, uh, my colleague, Tita, went outside, came back inside. He was like, ah, now wow, Ellie, you still there? Come on, now you, now you create concept for this video. Now you edit them. You got to call him again. Now wow, she be unlimited. That's how I said it. He left, so he said that and he just left. I'm like, unlimited. The name unlimited, you know, we didn't have like unlimited data or this unlimited glue, or the, we didn't have all that data. So the name unlimited just stood out in my head. And I'm like, unlimited. As at that time, I was even looking for a name to always slap, you know, like at the end of you say Clarence Peters, then you say DJT, say I can I'm like, how can I put Olalikon there? No, he doesn't know, he's not sitting well. So in my head, when he, when he mentioned that unlimited, I said, how about unlimited only? I just because I'm very good at Photoshop too. I I put out the laptop. I design my first design. I still have the design today. I have a picture. I just put unlimited only on this side. Just I looked at things for a long time. I said, I mean, I can always bear this directed by unlimited only. See, man, that's enough. Unlimited only. So I got off work. I went. For, I used to live with my friends there, like three of my friends. I got back home. I said, guys, it's like I'm having a brand name now. Say what is it? I said, unlimited early. See, unlimited early. It's kind of long name, be that. It's too long. That's a mouthful. And I said, because it's a mouthful, I'll have it like that. So afterwards, and I did black magic, and I put unlimited early. And I can tell you, for a long time, from 2010 to 2014, people thought unlimited early is a guy that lives in Yankee. <laughs> I swear because I'll, I'll go to some interviews say, oh, you're limited. Because I was, I had no hair, I was skinny. You did that video? I said, yeah. I, said, I thought this video was directed by some guy from Yankee. <laughs> so that was, in, that was how the name Unlimited Ellie. And 10 years later, I see from 2019, like 2019, uh, that my colleague Peter, he works for Clarence Peters actually, and I called him and said that, do you know that he actually gave me this name? He couldn't remember. He didn't remember. I said, what? I said, yes, you gave me this name, but I know you just said it and you left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why the name Unlimited came. Now you mentioned about, about Photoshop, so is that mm. why 
Yes, I did. I did. Behind the scenes, um, uh, pictures for artists and all that. You know, this the way these boys would just go. I used to do. I used to have like fantastic pictures of artists. You know, I did a lot of that. Yeah. I was just doing it for like when um if you have a video shoot apart from the video you are going to get from the director of the production company how personally take pictures behind the scenes pictures and put it into a dvd i still give it to you so you have like memories from the olu maintain from the um two uh two face styley um there's the hukonga these old artists yeah. i used to do that for them um i did yauzi i did wow. all i mean like more than four um i did yauzi all the pic any behind the scenes pictures you see of yauzi to the extent that you know it was alaba then that you go and buy vcd to the extent that if you buy the vcd there's it, it goes by track by track like track one for yauzi video track two this thing there's a track after Yauzi and some of um, in all the videos there's a track dedicated to behind the scenes photos I just I created a slide wow. so they, oh, they oh. yeah of the whole of the whole video so that also too is there wow. <laughs> yeah 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 hmm. I was the only guy doing that because other other cases they will probably hire like a photographer that will not say oh will not bring all the gadgets but no because I understood what video lights can do when it comes to video. Those guys will bring their own picture and artists don't really employ photographers to come and snap them, no. But I had like a Nikon D, I can't remember the name of the Nikon, it was one old camera. I would just take like mad moments. I was looking for moments. I always look for moments to in, capture. To capture. And I also put everything together and saying they always appreciate it. I never, nobody, nobody ever gave me money for that. I just did it out of I just want to your love for matter. the game yeah yeah your love for the game that is i mean in today's world now that's a whole different business yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a whole different business man that's a whole different business that's a whole different business so for for the yahoozy set um was it super expensive um yeah as a then yeah the video i think the video cost um cost a lot of money i was like that's 2000 and was it 2007 Thing the video cost about um was about is that three million or five million naira as wow. a day it was it was really like one of the most expensive music videos at the time in, yeah at that time yeah wow yeah it was shot for three days three days three days yes at the time, four, at the so time. over three four days what you said you shot the video over a couple of yeah days. three days because um they shot the the i think the car scene yeah like seven cars that had monday tuesday maybe in, in video they shot it. that that was one day because they couldn't get permission to shoot there on time but i shot one day they shot the club scene another day and it's a set design too another it was three days yeah it was three yeah. days video yeah at the time when you shoot a video for a song i mean was the song popping before the video or was the song popping after? I can't remember how it was released. If it was the audio first, then the video. Which of the song is that? Yahoozy. Yahoozy. No, that was GJT's video. Okay. That was directed by GJT. Okay. Yeah, my cousin. But I did like behind the scenes. Behind the scenes for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was. Um, I think. But the, the. I think the question I want to ask is uh, the first video that got me like on the map. On the map. Yes. Yeah. It was Shantizu Shule. Do you know that my top five songs of all time? 
Shantuzu Shule is there. <laughs> As in of all time. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I can only imagine what if I let me know even what was it like when when you first um got maybe the email, the MP3 and Okay, so I was already doing stuff low key. I, I think I shot Black Magic's video already. So D Tunes, the producer of the song, is my friend. I wouldn't say friend, friend. You know this when you have like Yaya and Ruby Franklin on the upper echelon. Yeah. And they're fucking with the big boys. Yeah. But D Tunes is like the small guy. And I'm also the small guy. I can't really talk to Yaya. He's a producer and he's seen some of my work and he likes it he said man we can go places with this so as at that time he had issues with Yaya and he got together with Shantizu so he used his radio plug to push the song you know then now uh, you push there's no money there's nobody giving you money you're just pushing they wanted to shoot a video for the song he couldn't afford <laughs> Clarence GT Shesson all these guys that he couldn't afford it. he now came to me and said bro man to shoot this video but there's no money i can tell you authoritatively now that my sixty thousand naira went into the video wow i was um wow. i was doing good already in terms of shit like small small i have like small small budget shit that's why i like a little money with me and he came to me as a guy i said bro i beg what can we do because he knows that i have plug when it comes to camera equipment and all this and i know that he can go down cut budgets on that so i had to Weigh myself in. I have to throw my weight into people and say, "Bro, borrow your camera, use my thing, that kind of thing." And then the song was big, but we didn't have money to shoot, so we tried our best. I heard the song, put everything together, and I remember the 60k was because the girls that they invited to the video they didn't pay them. <laughs> the after the video. Beatles, Shantizu, everybody ran away. So these girls are like, ah, there's no transport. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, hey, come. Who, who, where are you? Take 5,000. We had like, I think I had like 15 girls. I can't remember. Or was 60K of my money. Because your name's on the line. Yeah. And you're the last one there. You know, and yeah, we, we, we shot the video. And one day, I used uh, one of the best cameras at that time. What was this? Was it a black magic? No, no, no. It was it was a red. It was a red scarlet. Okay, okay. A red scarlet just came. So I knew a guy that had a red scarlet. So I had to, we had to beg him. Normally, the I think the camera goes for how much? It was just ridiculously expensive then because it was like hot cake. I think it was like for three hundred k or something. Then we paid. I know I paid like half the, the money for that camera because I knew who had the camera then. His name is Sura that time. I said, ah, bro, he was like MGT's age man. I said, bro, I beg, you know, in fact, I borrowed GT's lenses, GT's film lenses mm. for the, for that, for the shoot because he just gave, the guy just gave me camera alone. I borrowed GT's lens. I think I can't remember. I think I didn't pay GT anymore. He was my cousin. I said, bro, of course. <laughs> you know, I took, it, I took his cine lens and those lenses are super expensive at that time. You know, that's what I shot the video with. And we shot the video. And Ditunes used his connect with media and pushed the video, pushed the song and pushed the video. The video was like number one for a very long time. So here's what I did then. People didn't know anything about downloading stock images. So if you watch the beginning of the video, it started with the Boston skyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. I downloaded that. I paid for it. Because I had this I had PayPal account. So mm. I downloaded like 1080 
peak Plenty quality. Peak. Yeah. yeah. So I, I put it in the beginning of the video. So people were like, what was this video shot? But what 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 gave us away was there's a party scene yeah. where you had like the rooftop. People, yeah, the rooftop. Where like people that you know as in this way, people, oh, this was shot in Lagos. But you know the funny thing, I actually love that scene. Yeah. Someone, I just love that yeah. scene. Yeah. Because you know, I had like I had to do like the whole production design. I put like a Chinese lamp up there. You know, it was just it was it was it was a good shoot though. The shoot um, was very uh, challenging in terms of. Um, D tune said, "Oh, can we invite people?" Say, "Yeah, we need some people for the party scene." And the time he gave them the wrong time. Wow. He gave them seven a.m. instead of seven p.m. <laughs> so as at the song, you know, surely was very big. Yeah. As at 8 a.m. in the morning, 9 a.m. in the morning, we had the whole location filled up to what? the brim with people. To the extent that they asked call police on us, man. Uh-uh. There's a scene, in, if you watch the Shirley uh, video properly, there's a scene where um, uh, Shantiz was singing to a girl, to the girl's ears in the, like, the part of the house yeah. with the painting. I think, is it Mona Lisa's painting or, or Melanie Monroe's painting on the side? That scene five feet away from me i had police officers arresting girls arresting guys but i was still shooting because i needed a shot i said before they get to me i'll be done and that's how i took the shot uh yeah we shot a lot of scenes in shirley's video that i had to cancel a scene because it couldn't fit into the edit wow there's, a, there's, a, there's an entire scene that i shot shanty so i took it out do you it, have the scene with you uh nothing i still i think i st- you still have the rushes yeah somewhere in my backup drive we, we would love to add some of these clips to i swear to our interview i swear i swear i still have behind the scenes and all my videos are behind the scenes video for please all my please in fact all I- my videos from the very first day that i've been wow. shooting till yesterday because i shot yesterday too yesterday i have all my behind the scenes so sometimes i just check my instagram i can just go back i just pull out Shanti's Shuli's video had YC, had Emperor GZ as extras in the video. Wow, that didn't yep. make it. Yeah. If you behind the scenes is still to today, I still have it. They came as extra. If then when you see them, when you watch the video, you now notice that oh, this YC standing <laughs> all the way. In the You're back. looking back, but back then you yeah. hadn't popped no, then. So no. <laughs> I have like behind the scenes video of everybody like from the video all the videos i've shot up like funny behind the scenes man you see guys with their long neck and all that <laughs> i have all that do you know what this sounds like to me this sounds like um you've seen the Kanye west documentary on netflix yeah i've seen yeah this in fact this mm. is this is your that's true if if i think any artists i've worked with like olamde Lil cash Femi, shantizu um what tubaba um dibanj um, 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 who else? Timaya, um, P Square. Um, these guys, I have behind the scenes of them, like close to, te- let me see, okay, like from 2014, 2015, like seven years ago. Yeah. Got that behind the scenes. That's, that's a lot of footage. So is this, yeah. ba- is this double backed up? I hope. It's just backed up in one place. I have all Olamides behind the scenes, man. It's, <laughs> you know, like I just, I have all these things. I, rushes not even edited yeah. talking about rushes of of bts this is crazy i'm looking forward to 
to your um, Kanye West type documentary like when you sell it to Netflix and catch even, up. Even, 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 even like there's a documentary um, BBC did for Olamide. I don't know if you saw that documentary. No, they used some of my, some of my, Rush. yeah. Did you charge them? Uh, Olamide is my guy now. Ah, because they asked okay. this specific, you know, like when it first blew up. Originally, it first blew up, not like Olamide Baruna. When Olamide was like young, you know, the, the tiny neck and all that, he went back to Bariga. Hmm. Hmm. It was just like still a street boy, but he's, he's known with his. Um, was the song with Whiskey? Was it? He, he, yeah, okay. It was after that when he, he did Enizuru, when he did Ele Dami. Okay, those, yeah. yeah. So he now went back. So I followed him. I recorded everything. Wow. Wow. Content is the new oil, yeah, kids. I for, swear. For so they, they 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 now try to you know document. So the footages of Olam Media at the very beginning. Ah, those footages. You should have tax BBC, Sha. <laughs> ah, BBC should release no, all that budget. But, so now when when they dropped the they dropped the um a documentary, then I was expecting them to give me credit. Of course. For it, but they didn't, and it's totally not their fault. And I called, I called um. I think our last manager and I said that ah, at least the, I'm not of course you guys are my people we are family already I'm not asking anybody to pay me any money mm. but I know because of my career and I know the kind of job that I do I know where credit can take you facts you know and they, they told me they're sorry that I skipped their mind uh, because it was the guy that is in charge of the A&R that he told that go to early early has footages of Ola and I said I give it to him but I thought maybe the guy would, you know, of course, tell BBC. So, but he just told them that he's from YBNL archive, archive, yeah, you know. And I said, no, man, you should. I'm not a. At least my name is recognized. You know, I'm not like some two G somewhere that is working for you guys, <laughs> like that, you know. So, I mean, if you, it's just credit, you know. Like we, I was looking at the credits. They say the footage is. Um, they just put the footage. Say YBNL archive, and I'm like, ah, no, man. That's painful. Yeah, that's painful, but. We are still family, I, I mean, we're still family, but you know, you know, this, as 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 guys in the visual side, you know, we don't get um, we don't get any royalties yeah. from video clips. Yeah, so credit is something so credit like, is true great. Life. I mean, you need that. Yeah, you need that. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, well, um, did you you did did you say you did styling for Two Face? No, that's JT's DJ, project. DJT's project. Yeah, as that's well. okay. two thousand and five. So which which um, what was your first Two Face video? It was uh, with Salty So Oya Come. Okay. Was that the first? Hold on, hold on. That's not the first video. That's the first video. That's the first video. For Two Face. Yeah, that's the first video. Then I did, I did Gaga Shuffle. Okay. I did um, Oi. I did uh, I did oh, I think I shot more than five videos for Two Face. I did. I like woman. I know. Ama Amaka. Amaka. Yeah, yeah, I did Amaka. I think the first video was Salty Soul. I fit Two Face for Salty Soul. We shot that in South Africa, in Kenya. That's my first video. Wow. Well, it, was, oh, oh. Well, it was what was funny. I was just blushing on sets when I when I met Subaba. I'm like, ah, wow, Subaba. Because I used to listen to Planet Show Boys. That's a legend. Yeah, and I like I'm right in front of you. That's the man behind you. Subaba, let's go. Even the one there with black face and oh yeah, Planet Show Boys, right? <laughs> So it was, it was, it was. I told him, I told him straight. I said, he's the, he's the first artist mm, that will ever pull up my phone and recorded me with Tsubaba. Mm. I've never done it for any because I grew up with GT and I see superstars every day. I don't get starstruck. 
but for two baba i brought out my phone i still have the recording to today I said you know yeah that was my first video i think that was 2016 or something wow. yeah, or 2015 i can't remember at this point in time when you're shooting for a legend someone with presence what's your mindset like is it is it did you say this was 2016 yeah so at this point in time you've already won the award the Hedy's award yeah, for director of the year yeah. you know 2015 yeah so what is your mindset like are you are you like sky's the limit are you trying to reach out to and i believe you had signed a couple directors to your company at the time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so what's the mindset what, what like like business wise okay. career wise individual wise what's the ego like what's you know before the Hedy's before 2015 I was more like I was very passionate about it. I just want to do, 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 you know, do this. So be, I want to be number one. I want to be. I want to be the best video director. I want to do this. So I had all that passion running. Then after I had the Eddie, Eddie's was like the biggest um, um, award thing. Yeah, in the whole of Nigeria, even in Africa, like he's well respected. You know. So after I had the Eddie's, um, and I had like um, I had a. Uh, 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 a robbery in the US okay. in 2015 yeah because I was robbed I went for any year I also have any year I have like two of that um, I went for New York I went to New York to for the award and after I checked out from my hotel in the car I was robbed I was robbed off everything I went to the US with hmm. so that was when I realized that at the end of the day in this industry you are very much on your own because I was robbed I had no money with me and all the artists that have that were all in New York together all of you like, ah, sorry you sorry everybody <laughs> left and it left me alone nobody did a thing you know so and I started thinking that wait me killing myself and she know this great video for these artists but at the end of the day if anything happens to you I mean we move to the next person so I started including business into it so i started setting the standard that look if you can't pay this amount of money more interest don't talk to me so that when i started doing that that's when the so-called yahoo boys started investing in music because that's that's a huge part of the music industry we can never you know we can argue it but it's real yeah i have a friend i did that's doing the entire documentary on that wow yeah because we know how much the so-called yahoo boys have done to the music industry because they really broke um they really broke they broke some barriers and went to some level you know some of these guys are reason why we charge so high in music video and go all out for music videos shout out to hush puppy and the gang <laughs> I swear <to> God. <laughs> so yeah and I started, you know, applying like business model to it and say, look, I can't keep doing myself and killing myself. So I started, um, I increased the rates and I started making money. I didn't really care about growing any brain for anything because I just realized that so artists just want to shoot with you and just go. You don't want to be your brother. They don't mm. want to be anything. Just business strictly. So I started investing back into equipment, props. Then uh, shooting with a vintage car. Before you see anybody with this car, before they allow you, you you would have called and begged and everything. We allow everything. So I mean, what was this? Starting investing in business. That's how like six or seven vintage cars that I bought from the US, bring it in. You know, like most of the vintage guys see music videos now. Wow. Yeah. So um, 
invested in that, invested in, in equipment. So at the end of the day, budgets for equipment always come back to me. Mm. Yeah. So um, it really made me um, have a strong production company strong ecosystem yeah yeah so where i have like so to, at the point there's some direct there's some clients that will come and they don't have a certain budget they still want to work with you and i'm like no man i, I can't this can't this is not worth my time i mean you can have a good song then i started um putting the uh, directors together I like three in-house directors i say oh look this is the budget you don't have to sweat yourself you have everything technically in the studio that you can use wrong with it mm. So these guys started building their own career off videos. Like for example, why am I say, oh my video, I can't shoot video less than ten million. Now somebody's begging me five million. I'm like, oh, you can you hey, go ahead. So I always just do like videos for my directors, uh, my in directors. You don't have to stress themselves. There's a camera, there's a camera in the studio that lights everything. Everything you get paid for is private location and all that. So yeah, I was doing that and I made sure the company gone. You know, like even if I'm not in a country, country uh, company is still is still running. And in that moment is because I'm pretty sure, um, you know, working across fields. You know, for me, I understand like on the music side as well when you're setting up labels or whatever. You know, as an artist, you want to sign other artists, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, go on and prosper. In the video directing world, like when you're signing directors, is there you know how, how does that work what is the process of okay, the money me, the... yeah I understand that I wouldn't say signing directors I wouldn't put it that way I would say putting somebody on you know I don't want you you're a client I don't want you to take your money out still mm. bring it it's still under my company but you know let me stretch this guy's career and everybody I've been they're doing well they may not be major music videos, but when it comes to content, documentary, and all that, they're doing excellently well. So in that case, okay, artists signing artists make money off records and other. That's really not possible in our department. What is possible is investment in technicals. Like me, I'm well invested in equipment. I'm well invested in props, and these are not cheap things too. So takes time. even if other directors are shooting. Out of that production, I'm making money out of it because they're probably using maybe my props, maybe my cars yeah. or my piece of my equipment is on that set. Yeah. So that's how. Yeah. I feel that is the the signing when when you talk yeah. about artists. Yeah. Because every I know like if you have like ten music videos in Nigeria now, at least six will have my property there. Wow. Will always have my property there. Wow. So I have a piece of. No wonder you're looking so fresh. <laughs> I have a piece of you should see the, you should see the whip he pulled up and guys he <laughs> came clean. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's uh, that's something I learned yeah. after 2015. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, man, I can't really keep doing this. I can't really because I used to do like three videos, uh, two videos in a day. Yeah. So like five videos in a week. You know, no sleep back to back. You know, oh. I'm like, I kill myself. Oh, no, I started investing heavily in on equipment. There's something you said earlier about um, So, um, from 
my perspective, I thought like there was a few, there were a few guys who just stand the test and for how to stay. So you had Sosan, you had Harris, you had guys like me, I'm coming up at a point in time and I was seeing the name around and figures were dope. And it wasn't as if you were, to me, ever the hottest guy, but it was like every time I saw an unlimited LA video, I'm like, ah, this guy actually gave them this one or he gave them that one like for example like when you mentioned shooting the two-face and perusy one that's those are the kind of ones whereby you just come out of nowhere we're not yeah. expecting you to do it yeah you do it and the song's a big song that does one was like this guy he packaged this thing where i like the concept behind it now i've always felt like when everybody rushes to a director yeah. it gives them a one season one hit wonder i mean yeah. a one season wonder so i mean i'll be very transparent um I felt like the way the industry ran through Q was pretty Ooh, quick. It was pretty quick, yeah. I feel like the way they ran through Momusa. I remember when everybody's coming to London and like, you want to shoot a video, you were just directed by Momusa, Momusa everywhere, everywhere. And then, poof, you know, and I know, I'm not sure what he's up to now. I know he created a company and yeah. they tried to, now, nah, till I speak with him one day, I don't know if that was too late of a transition. I don't know if, if the pushing of self was may have harmed him but there's Q there's Mo there's um even I think director K at a point if if I'm not confused and then now of course we have a TG Omori mm-hmm. which I think is absolutely amazing but yeah. what he's doing that the other guys didn't do in their generation was more so self-branding because now there's Instagram mm-hmm. so Omori mm-hmm. can be a model it can be you know he has this whole title the creator mm-hmm. swag but um yeah I just wanted you to touch on that if it's something that you also see or have um, seen um like I said um I'm built different. Yeah. Apart from being a director, I'm a cinematographer. I'm an editor. I'm a badass colorist. So I can't. I've been. I've been. I've flown to the United States. Um, I worked with like a couple of projects as a DP. Mm. <laughs> so I'm a filmmaker. I can decide now that I don't want to do no music videos anymore. I'm still going to be fine. Yeah. Still going to be very fine. You feel me? Apart from the investment that I made into the business and things I can later on, I can decide that oh, I want to start editing now. Because I can, I can still do it. I, it's not even I can say, I do it. I call all my videos. I call, I call like 90% of my videos, except I'm not, maybe I, I'm, I'm not around. I call all, most of my videos. You know, and I always go through my edit. I say, once the editor is done, give it to me. I do, do my corrections myself. <laughs> yeah, so I still, like, that's why I said, they don't I think the only person that can also do that is Clarence because we came from the umbrella of GJT together too, because Clarence used to work with um GJT for four years. Yeah. So so while Clarence was working for GJT as a DP, I was Clarence's assistant. Assistant, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why me and Clarence we go way back. You can, we are, ne- we are, we are you can never have issues. Yeah. We go way back. He's my guy. He's older than I am, but he's my guy because we know where we're coming from together. So um yeah. I feel like because of how I'm built, I, I don't think that is a problem to me. Yeah. And I've never, I know a lot of, I'm not trying to down talk some, some that I know a lot of directors always run to artists and always, you know, trying to beg them, let me shoot them. I've never done that. I'm proud like that because of how I'm built. So, yeah, yeah I, I just realized I have a social media following that can actually get me money in that space, which is, happening so i don't see myself as just a music video director i want to 
I see myself that oh, if this is the talent these guys are using to get these endorsements, they're using live this kind of life. I also have a talent I feel can go head to head to these guys if it's when it comes to creativity. So I also stand it. So that's why my mind is I don't want to be the guy doing all the work. I want to be an image and also the guy that knows how to do all the work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. What software do you use? To edit? Yeah. Premiere Pro? Uh, Premiere Pro, yeah. Premiere Pro, Lumetri, all the old Adobe uh, collection. Adobe. Yeah. Save lives. We owe our lives for Adobe. years, man. Adobe for years. If, if your camera, so I'm going to throw some hypothesis, you know, some random questions out there. Mm. Let's say your camera broke in the middle of a shoot. Mm. One, the one camera you have, what do you do? Um, This has actually happened before. Okay. But um, I wouldn't say the one camera. Okay, I was shooting with the with the red. I think it was 2017, and I, for some reason, red just stopped working halfway into the shoot. Hmm. Do you know what I did? I finished the video with the GH4. With whose phone? With the GH4. With the GH4. Okay, 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 okay. That's the, um, the Sony. No, Panasonic. Panasonic. GH4, Panasonic. Yes, Lumix GH4. GH4. Funny enough, I don't like that camera. Do you want me to tell you some videos I've shot with you? Please tell me. Uh, Fino. If to say was shot in Uganda. Check, check out the video. One. Yeah. Um, hold on. GH4, GH4, G. I have an, I have a folder for GH4 videos. GH4, 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 GH4. That Fino on skills. Skills. My love, fire away me. One yeah, trap know, yeah, 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 that's GH4. I think I know what you're talking about. The Banj, um, um, emergency. Hold on, that was a Sony A7S. Oh god, <laughs> I was going to say I was because of the low lighting was, was a, thank you. That's the low lighting is I was gonna say. Yeah. What? So, but GH4 <laughs> shot really some pretty amazing video. Um, there's a video with Jabless. Is it Jabless or Reminis? Yeah, did I shoot any video with? With um, okay, that was five uh, D. I shot some really dope videos. Okay. Because I remember the time I was looking at the GH four on this and A seven, and I was going back and forth, back and forth, and then when I just tried, you know, I think one day I just tried the Sony and I used it for a shoot, and the low light and everything was just smooth. I was like, but I suppose I I think I felt the same way about the Black Magic. But I know you shot some Alameda videos with the Black Magic. No, you've never shot. Yeah, with I've never the black shot magic. With black but magic. you shot with the black um, magic. Yeah, I shot with black magic. Okay. I, I've only shot. It was um, was it recently? Yeah, it was this year. That you just used the black I magic for the first year. time. Okay. No, I, I I used it for a short film. I used like okay. a couple of short films, but for music video, videos, just once. Once. It was uh, Fuki and 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 uh, Bella Shmoda. That was the video. Yeah. Even Bella Shmoda, there's a there's a party. Party next door video, Bella Schmoda. There's a part in the video I showed with the, with the black magic. Wow. I did like a body cam movement. It was yeah. black magic I used for that. I'd, would you say sometimes some cameras just don't agree with some people? Um, no. I say it's the terrain they are going to. Mm. Yeah. Because I, if you have, if you ask me, hmm, to choose between the so, the Panasonic, the GH4, and the Sony. If I want to do like critical coloring. Mm, that I really want to use with critical coloring, I'll go for the Panasonic H4 because it has a stronger footage. Mm. 
um i think maybe because it records um 10 bits and the sony i think it's eight bits i don't know why but when it comes to low light i go for the sony Sony. but if i see i have all my lights in check or exterior during the daytime i'll go for my panasonic okay yeah fair for those of you listening who are trying to get into this whole film stuff listening you should be taking notes right now man you know i i mean these are gems that i myself will go back to the drawing board and go on them <laughs> go and test out one one or two things um okay let's say so you're working on set you have a client he's very difficult or she's very difficult um you're a chilled guy i think most directors are usually chilled on vibes because we know that we have to set the tone for the environment what happens if this character is anal is maybe you know because like for example clients told me in our interview um that um said the first time i met Brian, i didn't like him he thought the guy was an ass but once Brian gets to know you and whatever you know things so if you're in that kind of situation how do you maneuver through it uh i think well for Brian, i think i had a different experience with Brian because but i was nice all through i said fair yeah, I shot I shot a video for Burner in like twenty sixteen or something. Yeah. Jealousy. Yeah, that's the one song jealousy. Very cute. He came late. I think that's standard. He was supposed to come four PM, he came eight, but when he came, he was just this ah bro, let's walk now, let's do it. so it was yeah. He was he was on it that day. Yeah, it was he, like he didn't I, I met him even before that time and I think he was even sick at the hospital. So I went to go and check him out. He said, ah, fine. So we, yeah, Bona, we, even when we, uh, when we go to places, ah, Elia Fana is for I don't know why. And he said he thinks I've moved to the US. He's always telling me, bro, I just said, don't move here. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a really chill guy. Yeah. I don't know. People always say, Bona, Bona boy is arrogant. I say, when? What time? Like, which, which, which <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but for me, uh, because. Like I said, I've been through. I've been through with. I've been on set with DJT now. I know how to handle chaos and all this kind of things. So I just the best thing I'll do is I just listen to you. I say, no, it's me. Yeah, no, I just do the do. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I've never gotten angry. Yeah. If artists come on set drunk, one time I was angry, but that was just um um I was shooting a video for. I don't want to mention his name. It's a street artist. Yeah, he brought all his all his dogs and all his thoughts from his area. They came on my set and they were now playing cards and everything, making noise, betting and all that, smoking weed and all that. They were just disrupting the entire shoot. I told the artist, I said, please tell your guys to go. They were like, ah, the guys were saying, wait till they worry you. I just looked at them. I said, I give them two minutes. If they don't go, I'll go out, I enter my car, go, I'll transfer your money back to you. And that's how I am. Mm. I told the artist there. We shot like half of the video. I said, no, I'll give your money back in 100 percent Say two minutes. If your guys don't leave my set. Hmm. But the guy, he I think he's he's, he's serious with his career. So he spoke with his people. <laughs> and that's that's me because I just feel like look, I'm working hard here. You paid for this. Don't be a phenomenon. Hmm. I will return. I'm not even going to see. I'm not going to fight with you. No, I'll tell you. I'll return your money. I was ready to return his money. Yeah. I was ready. I'll return his money. Don't worry. We're not going to do any bite-sized cuts on to make you look bad. Because my next question, I saw the hip TV DJ thing whereby they asked you a question. You said you made a statement about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, they yeah, asked yeah. her, she's like, "That's yeah, my guy." Yeah. Never... Yeah. So what was that about? How did you? No, feel they about... asked me like they asked said who are the artists that are challenging to work to work. With? Yeah. And I said, 
uh, I think I mentioned Timaya, and I always give them reason. The challenge is I say Timaya, Timaya always, always wants to watch playback of everything. And that just, it takes time. You know, you're, you're supposed to shoot for 10 hours, and I'm shooting for 20 hours. And that's it. I don't think that's bad. Yeah. For me to say, oh, and I say DJ, I say why? Because DJ, when it comes to clothes, DJ don't want to show no skin. I'm like, please, open smoothie. And that's all I said. So then I said, oh, I said, she's difficult to work. And DJ was like, ah. Say that. I said that is because you don't want to show skin. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this media yeah. game we're in, we're just yeah. trying to just get some clips. Yeah, you know, it was it was crazy. I even said black magic because black magic wants to. Ah, what, 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 I said t- because these are my people that we know. Even when Timaya started playing, say, bro, I beg, we know if you do this, say, wait, now nah, moment I check me. He also wants to see <laughs> play back all the time and, and draw over himself and say, man, it's just how you do, you know. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and that's that's not like um. Um, that's just what it is. It's just what it is. Yeah, you know. You know why some why DJ don't want to see playback of herself. <laughs> she hates watching herself and listening to herself. That's one artist. That's one special thing about. Her. If I do, if I don't, she it's okay, it's okay. You know, she doesn't want to see herself. Very shy. She's, she's very shy. Yeah, person. You know? she, she's a very shy person in general. Yeah, she, yeah. she is. You know. Yeah. Okay, so now filming against sunlight. These are just you know I'm I'm asking filmmaker questions Question, so that people yeah. can leave here with um. Mm with tips as well you know mm. for those that tune in right now we've touched on where he came from his life you know learning under his cousin you know the artist that he shot for and why not also give you some gems so you're racing against against light natural light mm. you know artists have been a bit slow mm. you're running out of memory mm-hmm. you know me sometimes i'll quickly go back and delete one or two clips earlier in the day that i know mm. i can i can do without mm. what do you do in that situation when you're running out of memory run out of memory you know, let's say you're filming the night before or maybe you're supposed to end at a certain time, but the shots you need, you need daylight for it. Mm-hmm. The night shots, you can get them the following day, but mm-hmm. this day is the only day you can get maybe these two artists together. Mm-hmm. And um, you've only gotten one or two performance shots. They're supposed to go and change again. Mm-hmm. What do you do in this situation? When you say memory, like your card is already Card full. memory is, you know, you're down to your last break. And this is your last break. You're down to maybe have 15 minutes inside. I do. I do. I don't think I've been in that situation before because I always make sure that it's stacked up. I have, yeah. But if 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 someone is is in that situation due to the amount of memory cards they could have gotten, man, I I wouldn't plan like that. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think what kind. No, I wouldn't plan like that at all. Like not have like enough memory. You no, know, have like no. So I, the way I start when I'm shooting with the red, I start with a small card. If it comes like one one twenty gig and one five one two, I start with one twenty gig because it gets filled up. On time. when I'm shooting with five one two, that's when I copy this. I copy straight with dump straight, straight. So I don't think I've ever been in that situation. Yeah. Nah. Fair. What mm. What's your work team like? Have you ever had conflict with your crew? No, I've never because my crew uh, we are one big family because um, my production manager my um producer we all went to school together you know because yeah. when 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 i started uh when i shot my uh when i shot after i shot surely i was getting a lot of work so i didn't trust anybody I, I wasn't looking for somebody to do the work for me like for instance come and edit for me no i i, I always do these things by myself but i needed somebody to in the uh, management department or in the welfare in those departments so i just called my own boys working somewhere I'm like bro man it's your salary we'll make it in this week <laughs> it's come through so i like four of my friends with me 
we started together. Wow. And, and, we're still and this is the MSA Wise. Yeah. Remind me, what does this stand for again? Okay, so I shot surely. I consider myself the most sought after young cinematographer. Yes. So I wanted to register my company. Unlimited LA wasn't registered. They told me I cannot register Unlimited LA Limited <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> that's so I was like, funny. Well, yeah, that's what they told me that like, you can't do. <laughs> so they're not changing it for me. See, see, they were just trying to fuck it up for me. And as I then, as even my on my 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 profile name on my BlackBerry then was most sought after. That's cool. Then afterwards, 2019, and I'll say, and I look at myself and say, look, man, I'm 35. There's there are 25 year old guys doing the most as DP right now. I say, and I'm I really like the spirit. So I said I have to change to most sort of our young creatives mm. because I looked at myself and I checked people that are under my umbrella and we are over 50 people 50 young people what am i saying i think i'm close to like 60 or 70. wow yeah because i can convenient i've done it before i can conveniently shoot three videos in a day with three different people wow yep i've done it before three different videos in a day yes three different three different production i wouldn't say it, it was one music video two one commercial then i think a documentary and all my crew all present there. Wow. Wow. Are you have you worked on a debut film yet? Um as a as a DP a long time ago, 2009. It was an old it was it was nominated for best film at that time. It was called The Awakening. Awakening? Yeah, Awakening. Let me write that down yeah. so I can check it out. Awakening, my friend James Omoko is the director, is my guy. We didn't have money, we shot the film and he went head to head in the in the in the in the awards with figurine it was like one of the best uh, figurine yeah figurine that year yep figurine yep came yep, out, yeah. yep, yep, was, yep figurine won the best film yeah but the, the awakening was nominated too okay yeah okay. so apart from that i've never had time to do film i was always doing like short films with my also award-winning short films so at the AMBC and all that short films as a DP yeah, yeah. As my, if, you, if you google the, uh, Ishaya Baku okay I know what that is. yeah he's a, he's, a, he's a director he lives in Abuja he's my guy so because I don't always have time to do like um, feature length he's always saying oh, bro let's do we show like a couple of short films a lot of short films but, wow yeah you should google his name you see all the films yeah, you see so all the albums yeah. yeah how do you but, spell his name let me just Ishaya I-S-H-A Y A Baku is B A K O. Okay. Are you are you do awards mean anything to you? Nah man, I have so many so much plaques out there that I haven't even collected. <laughs> I swear. I mean, I mean I was just somebody just sent me a message and say, Yeah bro, we just won an award, uh, the beat award, Tush award, all this award. I said hi City People Award, what's going on? NMV NMVC and then one of those i mean i just like yeah hey, so wait come and collect a plaque i'm not going at this so now so i have like I have, I have some and i have like most of my plaques are not with me most are you ever gonna grab them so you can you know 
I mean, I didn't even know where to even grab them from. <laughs> where to start? Yeah, because in between 2014, 2015, 2016, up to 2017, I was getting best music video director. All these years. 14 was um, the ones that I have. My 14 was um, City People Award. Also, on that 14, I think I have NMVA too, but I didn't collect the plaque. I didn't even go to that word. I was even, I was out of the country. Then 15, I had NEA, I had NMVA, I had Hades. 15. 16, I had NMVA, I had NEA, I had City People. Mm. I, I just, I think I took just NMVA there. Then 17, I had Beats Award, I have Twitch Award, I have um, two exclusive apps. Wow. <laughs> It's a lot of if I mean if you if you Google it, sorry, I was but the plaques, I think I only have like maybe ten or twelve. So uh, maybe we we can put it up in, in the office, you know, one day, you know, when you have yeah. a big studio, we wanna line it all up. Yeah. So that the young, you know, young creatives can see that yo, mm-hmm. this thing is possible. Cause I, I can only imagine coming up in the era, you know, you seen it from DJT's eyes, mm-hmm. but you being a younger person to see what the industry was and what it has become. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I started, uh, people say I started early. Well, yeah, that's, I, I, I can see the way the industry is being now. Yeah. I like it. How do, how do you stay focused and energized on set? Um, I, you, should, you should come to my set. I'm very playful. I would love to. Man, I'm very playful. Man, I'm chasing my art director like this. Chasing it back and forth, like we are running, practically running, chasing. You know, I'm very playful like that. So I can't. My my crew. If you're not part of my crew, you can't understand. One minute I'm playing, and the next minute I'm rolling. Mm. So you have to understand my switch. But we are always very playful. Like I'm so playful. Like, I've started affecting people around me. So we are all playful. Yeah. See people like on my set. There's always this ritual. People must sleep off, and I must take pictures of them. <laughs> I have I have pictures of everybody sleeping. You know. So everybody always like when you sleep, you're always watching out for yourself. You know. It's just it's just fun being on my set. Like you have to be part of the family. If not, you might just get angry and mm. say what's going on in this place. So that's why we just don't let anybody come to work for us. Once you understand that, oh, this is a, this is a group of mad people, then you're <laughs> When's your next set? Oh, my next set is Sunday. Listen, I would love to I would love to swing by and get my own B-rolls. Oh, yeah, nah. You know. I'm seeing a video call, uh, for a guy called Semka. He did a song one time for two, uh, with Two-Face Adibia. He's a great songwriter. Okay. So he sounds, he's signed to Now Music, um, the management of uh, Tubaba. Okay. So that song, uh, get the way I had target you. One to Baba song, I target sounds, you. Yeah, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, target you. He featured the guy on it. The guy wrote the song, so he's he had the feature uh, feature on it. So, but now it's his own um song. It's a very um seductive song, sexual, like little explicit. We well, are making like a little explicit video. Yeah. For the song, because it's very okay. X-rated. God willing, <laughs> Sunday we sh- we shall be there. Yes, sir. Um, who are some of other than obviously DJT? Mm. Did you look to any international directors, maybe filmmakers, mm. and how did they impact your your way of viewing film and filmmaking or yeah, cutting um, and editing? I love Michael Bay. Okay, who's that? 
um the guy that did fast and um sorry um die hard die hard oh yeah, okay 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 it's on the ground okay yeah I'm gonna check out i'm gonna check him out that's as michael individual. i love michael but i did transformers too okay fair mm-hmm. makes sense so because i love i love action-packed film that's you, you you there's so much visual effects going on but you can't really tell that this is visual like transformer movie for for instance you can see that oh oh this is cgi but it looks good mm. it looks like oh it's normal like it's just you know that's i like my people behind the explosion and very because i love action films yeah you know then i also love quentin tarantino of course because of the way he breaks down his story of course he's just too crazy the drip you know? is like those are my two favorites yeah the two favorites then the others can come michael scorsese um, spike lee um 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 so that guy the machete what's his name again this is a Mexican director. Um, so, yeah, but when Quincy Tarantino and Michael Bay are my favorite. There's a guy I would like you to check out. Um, his name is Kid Art. You know, Kid Art. He's a, he's a New York guy, Yankee guy. He's got like an afro, but he's one of these guys that just take one camera and just the way he films is and the way he grades. And it's I, different. yeah, I know that when I was, when I was coming up, he was one of the guys that I was looking at whereby they just, we just play with the camera. Mm. And by the time we grade it in Premiere Pro, like it, it's looking like a like a solid video. Okay. So um, very creative. Um, DIY definitely he's, he's way up there. Uh, he's way up there. What's your favorite film of all time? Um, I mean, this is going to be very tough. <laughs> I'm a Marvel fan, really. I'm so a it will be. I, I mean, uh, this film I'm about to tell you, I've seen it maybe like seven hundred and twenty-three times. Screaming, <laughs> yeah, it'll be end game, really. Wow, I wasn't gonna, I would never have yeah. guessed the end game. Fair, why? Because of the combination of everything the film. I mean, Avengers, I say, oh, I've been following the story, but you see, the end game is one that I know that I don't think it can do anything. I can, I don't know, I'm waiting. I don't know, do it, yeah. See, end game is for me because every the way everything played out, and you know, no, no, that's that's the movie I've seen seven hundred times. Yes. Then after that, you can now throw in uh, Fast and Furious and Transformers. Fair. Do you like you like the so because you like action, mm. we would allow you on Fast and Furious, but as a movie, as a film, can't stand Fast and Furious. Yeah, but, yeah, and one of the reasons why I love Fast and Furious is because it's got like one of my favorite cars in it. Yeah, the car that you have now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, Toretto and his, um, you know, American muscle. You know, anytime, any day. So I, I follow that uh, movie too. I mean, of course, it's just I'm just watching and seeing the amazing things the cars are doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm not caring about you. You're just having a great time. With all the all sounds, that, the all that cliche family, family that guy is always yelling. It's none of my business. <laughs> I just want to see the performance of the car and they're ripping this one apart and what they're saying about this kind of talk and the movement and all that, you know, Fair. I'm just, yeah. Justified. What, what's an album that has shaped you? Um, I would say Plantation Boys. Body and Soul. Yeah, Body and Soul. Yeah. Body and Soul. Yeah. I can sing from... I can sing from the beginning to the end of the song. 
of the of the entire album. But yeah, so uh um what else again? Um that's in Nigeria, but yeah. so then Yankee will be um should I say Yankee or outside Nigeria will be um 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 is it Tupac Resurrection? Cause I'm a rap, I'm a fan, I'm a rap fan too. Even Dr. Dre's Chronic album right. too. Yeah. Then I think after Tupac died, the Resurrection. I think the album they they, they put together, I really like it. What's your best video? My best video, you probably haven't like like I said, some of my best work, people don't know them. Hmm. Yeah, cause some of my best work with me experimenting with um, an artist with good song but has zero budget to push so I have, I have i have a few i have a few i have a few that i, I can't remember any. i just know that even till today we still talk about this today, man you said should, should we just recreate this idea for somewhere else you know i have i have some some of my best work i can guarantee you you a lot of people don't even know, don't know. Mm. what's your biggest check Who's giving you your biggest check? Who's giving my biggest? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Or ever, ever, ever. So far, I mean, who's... I, know, I, I also do TV commercials. Yeah. So I run up to. You don't. Like, you done for Glow. You done for a number. Yeah, I've done for Glow. You know that Glow? Samsung, Pepsi. Um, 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 um. I mentioned Samsung, right? Yeah. Um, Orimo. Man, I've done. I've done for. So wait. So let's split it into two. In the commercial world. Who gives you who's giving you your biggest check um galaxy I, 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 because it was a, man i can't really say because it, it was like a stretch of um project that we did uh yeah man the figures now i can't remember the figures now but um i mean i don't know okay to be honest I, artists I, who's giving you a check artists I? will be um my biggest check so now some artists have done like a couple of videos for some have done a few for but one of the artists that i haven't done a lot of videos i've done quite a few but not a lot of videos for but cuts is young six young six right. yeah apart from the fact that i'm a huge fan of young six when i tell young six a particular budget i know that we are not we don't want to spend the entire budget on it when i say a particular budget it goes all out it goes all out yeah so um young is, is is an artist that i respect a lot uh yeah young six Shout and apart from the apart from the the videos that the so-called yahoo boys paid for that's different now <laughs> because we were on the road when they just come and say look man this is the budget or i tell them sometimes you just hear some kind of song you're not really interested you just tell them like one ridiculous budget and before you know it your account is being credited so if you don't mean to put those ones yeah definitely not those ones yeah so but apart from that I, I would say Young Six Young Six okay what is um what is your greatest achievement as a videographer or cinematographer for the fact that I'm able to put a lot of people on and I didn't even get to talk about it mm. Mm. I mean I'm, I'm, I'm happy because I see some of the people I put on I see the position that they're in they, will be, they are able to employ even more people and that's what like like I'm giving you like the the I'm teaching you how to fish instead of just say you know like I put like people on in terms of directing in terms of CGI and one of the best one of the guys doing the, the, the best visual effects in Nigeria right now I put him on 
you know and also colorist editor you know these guys i made i made them understand that look not everybody can be a music video director mm. you should know that everybody will come with the idea oh man i want to be the next well, let me tell you, i said <laughs> look bro just chill man if this if this is your strength the industry is bigger now i didn't have a choice that's how i had to learn how to make all these things but now you have a choice if you're a visual effect artist stick on that and you're going to make a whole lot of money and that's what they did they listen to me they did they're doing good now don't what's your least favorite part about being a video director or cinematographer um, um being a video director is wake up and do the same thing over and over again yeah very tiring listen to song develop the idea go on set shake bomb bomb we've got this blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, you know it can be very tiring i could imagine i mean um to wrap up let's say um are you are you um familiar with any any young alternative um directors so the platform is called alter daily um we focus more on underground culture have you seen tim's video damages no nah, it came out a lot in quarantine i believe it's yeah, like her in a house and whatever one of our young alter boys yeah yeah yes, yeah i think yes. uh, she was dancing with a bunch of girls yeah, yeah yeah i can't remember his name i think oh, is it a lovely wave Nah, his name is um they they've they've got this whole um collective called the family i mean i mean i love i love i love the the thing i love the new directors now yeah but everybody needs now seem like as much as everybody's crazy but everybody's running the same lane that's how i feel Mm. everybody's running on the same lane because i sometimes sit back and i just watch you know you know when it used to be when you see a video, you can tell from the beginning who the director who, is. Yes, yes. Not because you, not because you are putting on your face that oh this is the director. Because yeah. you can tell, we're not. We, we can tell the difference. But now, you can't really tell the difference. You can't. You can't. You if can't. you pause it, during like couple of couple of years ago, if you pause the music video in the in the middle, you know it's hype Williams. You know you, you, know, know, you know that oh this is this is Clarence. This is and the thing about this is that we know how to even I can make my picture look like Clarence's picture. Yeah. I can do it because I know what it does. That's how, that's Clarence. Oh, this is me. This is Ajay. Ajay film is somebody I really I love. Ajay. To. Yeah. I love Ajay. So I know that this is Ajay. This I actually I did a video for uh, for Nice, and I did it just because I want to make it look like Ajay's video. And I told him, bro, I make this video be like your video because I did like so, so like, um, low saturation video yeah. and low contrast. I did it like that, you know. But now you post a video in the middle, you can't really tell who it is until you see. Oh. Oh, oh, this guy. Because everybody's talented, but everybody's running on the same lane. That's how I see it. No, I'm with you. I agree. Because I can see, I see the talent out of this guy and say, ah, this guy. But you, but why is everybody? And I, and I guess that's the trend. Can't really blame them because when I, when I, when I brought the trend of um street video, everybody started doing a street video. When I did like Sanko, Alamide, mm. or everybody started running to the streets and do. Even I was one of the biggest director doing house party videos i did like with the story for the gods okay okay okay, okay yeah then house party video you see like 30 girls everybody jumping you say ah man Ellie, you get bibs you know it was like a trend then but still even with the trend even clarence does like a house party video if you post it you know that this is clarence yeah. clarence's video you know so we all had our originality going on but now 
as much as everybody's talented, it's like everybody's running. It's like everybody carrying my piano beat and just singing yep. <laughs> different lyrical content. Yep. But I just feel that oh, times have changed and probably this is a trend. And I'm yeah. sure that when the trend moves, they too can also move with it. Yeah. yeah. There a bunch of guys out probably send their stuff here to check out. I think um Adimola follow more. Adimola follow more. Yes, yeah. King Ebuka. Yeah. Bidemi Popson. Yeah. Olu yeah. the wave too because at Olu one point I always think Olu the wave is Ademola Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, and I'll see that then I see that me Twitch. I then I see ah, how come this video looks like. Then I started knowing that oh the technical team. Yeah. They use the same, the same technical, yeah. Yeah. technical team. That that was during me. I don't I don't I don't roll like that. So I I know I see the talent, but they are all coined in using a specific technical mm, team. Mm. So. I mean, so you, yeah, same, it will yeah. most likely want to be the same. You're using the same colorist, you're using the same yeah. DP, you're using the same gaffer. Yeah, it will most likely look at that same. point in time. It's a factory. Shout out to the Lock Gang, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We have been in the presence of greatness. I mean, I'm sure that there are many more conversations we can have. Um, we're definitely going to be back, you know, doing a follow up with these kind of conversations. They feel like masterclasses. Previous generation, we was we would have loved to have. So I myself, I don't even take it for granted, you know, to be in the presence of someone who's done so much and seen the industry transform from such an early, early part, you know. But um, sending your questions, email, you know, alterdaily at gmail.com and catch us at the next in depth. If you have more questions, I'm pretty sure in the next couple of months we can sit down and um, chop it up again. <laughs>